Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody, as the music suggests, we are back discussing Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I am Sam, joining me to discuss episode 3 of season 1 of the show. It's my partner in crime, it's Stefan. And I am Stefan, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad mate. Um, Obviously it's a bit surreal here in the UK at the moment, following the passing of Her Majesty. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't think we could do a show without mentioning uh this is our first show since uh we are now under the reign of charles the third um yeah it's uh it's an interesting kind of time it is very strange very strange but we shall not dwell we shall focus on the show um it is lord of the rings it is the rings of power it's season one it's episode three and the title of the episode was adar yeah i think that's how you say it Adair, Adar. In, in this, it could be Adar. They seem yeah, to all roll Adar. their Rs. Yeah, I can't, though. I actually genuinely can't, can't. roll my Rs. No, that's uh, like no, a... no, no, I sound like I'm, I sound like a Wookiee underwater. <laughs> this no, is why no I let there. you do all the names on this show. I'm just like, that character, that, because I'm like, no. I could never, yeah. like, I always wanted to be an actor. My worst yeah. nightmare would be kind of like cast into this, and they go, "So this is your script," and me just look at it and go, and then no, taking the actually... then taking the script <laughs> off you and saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna go back and work on something else. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, is Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power now? Uh, before we dive into the episode, uh, this is three episodes in to the season. Um, it's kind of uh, it's a very differently paced show. Um, me and mm. you have kind of discussed this. Um, anyone who watched the Lord of the Rings movies, which are like three and a half, if you watch the director's cut, they're like three and a half, four hours long each. <laughs> These things are. Epic. Everything's there. Oh, yeah. The scale is insane. And it is real kind of dialogue heavy, real scene heavy, real character heavy. And they're incredible. The The movies are incredible. They're masterpieces, but they're not ones that, you know, you're just going to put on casually. They're, these are these are epic watches. These are ones you've got to be in the mood for. <laughs> and and I kind of yeah, feel like with the, the show... Of, ah, we'll binge watch one evening. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's not. I mean, that's that's a good week. You know, it's a good week's worth of watching yeah. right there. Um, and I kind of feel like with with the show that they've gone for the same kind of scale, the same kind of epicness, and and it is visually everything about it is is fantastic. I'm not convinced it works for episodic weekly television. Um, it, it kind of you know you watch a show, and you kind of need that mixture of uh character development a uh, bit of action um you know something that moves the story along but at the same time you get a story within the episode if you see yep. where i'm going with that it's kind of like 
overarching story, individual story for the episode, so you get like a sense of resolution at the end of the episode, even though the bigger picture is still forming. I've kind of found with this, it feels like chapters of a book that's just building, which is which is fine, and I'm not being critical of that. I'm just saying that's I'm not convinced for weekly episodic television that works. And um, when you think of like a Netflix kind of model where they go, right, it's 10 episodes of this, go for it. And they do that where it's chapter after chapter, and you're like, oh, this is really building. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is building towards something. And then you get into the later episodes, and it's like wallop. You know, you go from kind of like, oh, I'll watch an episode a day. And then you get to like episode seven or whatever the show is, and you're like, yeah, I'm, it's four in the morning. I had to keep watching. You know, uh, oh, it yes. built it built to the point that you just had to watch that finale. I kind of feel like that's the model, really, for episodic television. And this is weekly. And yeah. it, 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 I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'm articulating it very well. It just. It just doesn't feel like a television show. It feels like a movie that's being broken down over over several weeks. I think you're. I think you're spot on in that sense. Like it's been made by it, almost like it's the same model as the trilogy was made. Yeah. So you know, it is this epic thing to watch, and it's going to build up. And I think we said last week, you know, until you got to the Battle of Helm's Deep, yeah. not that much really happened in Lord of the Rings, and that was like you know. A movie in three quarters into it, yeah, it I mean, was it, all learn the characters, learn the journey, learn yeah. about what they're doing, why they're doing it, where they're yeah, doing you, it. You kind of had scrapes, didn't you? You know, like yeah. the end of Fellowship of the Ring, uh, you lose Boromir, uh, and you have yeah. that kind of fight. But again, it's not like the battle for Helm's, Helm's Deep is just cinematic gold. It is just yes. kind of you. You say that to people, and most people, even if they're not massive fans, be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that." You know, I've seen that eclipsed, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, and and you're like, you're right. It kind of built and built and built, and then you had that battle of Helm's Deep, and everything kind of went, oof, and then it built again. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then, and so um, you do have that with this show, which is kind of, I'm three episodes in. I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm not being critical of the show. I'm just saying it's three episodes in, and I feel like. I've kind of only just scratched the surface. And I know they're planning like five seasons of this. And what I'm hoping for is that they do have a plan where, although they're telling this big story, they do have smaller stuff that's going to get resolved and happen. Because at the moment, if it's every single episode is just pieces in a puzzle for this massive story, you could find a lot of the audience just kind of like, oh, no, I'll tell you what, I'm going to zone out, and when they put all the episodes on, I'll watch it again. <laughs> do, you, do you see what I mean by that? 100%. So you, I think this episode was 70 minutes long. Yeah. And, you know, minus um, the stuff that happened in the trench and things like that. So the yeah. stuff that happened in the trench, bit of action, so we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Bit of action, kind of like, yeah, something's happening. Apart from that, it was lots of people kind of talking, and yeah. I must be honest, so I've started watching this with the wife. Yeah. Uh, this episode, I think she spent more time on Instagram and Facebook Yeah. Uh, than watching it. It just hasn't... Whereas, you know, um, we're also doing the House of the Dragon. Yeah. yeah. She's asking to watch that. Can we watch that tonight? And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 it's weekly. It's not... Yeah, well, yeah. well the House of the. I think uh, it's, it's an interesting comparison because with it being the fantasy genre, it's very mm. easy to say they're going head to head, and it is, you know, 
the, the thing I'd say is obviously Tolkien wrote, I mean, I, I always said this about when I first started telling people about Game of Thrones, I said it's like Lord of the Rings, but for grown-ups. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings, but 18 plus, you know, the R-rated. Very horny grown-ups, yeah. Yeah, yeah very, yeah. <laughs> And and I, it was kind of like I think it's spot on actually. To be fair, yeah, and, pretty much spot on. And I, I kind of that was kind of like my initial thing. Now they are uh, very different uh, kind of worlds. I mean, uh, George R. R. Martin who wrote Game of Thrones books, uh, he based everything around Westeros on what was happening with England. You know, with the War of the Roses and things like that. And mm-hmm. if you even look at the map of Westeros, it's like one country, and then there you got Essos, which is basically Europe. You know, so he, he kind of. He kind of created this world, which was very medieval, very... Obviously, it's fantasy, there's dragons and white walkers, but it was kind of very medieval, grotesque, which I'm, it was. The Dark Age and stuff like that was a real brutal, horrible place. <laughs> and, yeah. And Game of Thrones depicts that. Now, the Lord of the Rings universe obviously wants to try and... It, it doesn't need that. It doesn't. It doesn't show us brothels. It doesn't show us absolute gratuitous violence everywhere. No. Because it's trying to be a more, uh, dare I say, family version. You you can have the kids in the room when you're watching this. You yeah. can't with how. Well, I would judge you if you have the kids in the room watching House of the Dragon. Um, yeah, agreed. Especially yeah. especially the latest episode. <laughs> um, but I I just I think yeah you can make the comparison because it's fantasy, but I do think they are very different shows. You know, it's yeah. like. Yeah, like comparing uh, DC and Marvel shows, like Peacemaker to She-Hulk. Exactly, they're both superheroes. It's all the yeah. same. No, no, no. It's, but, it's yeah, very it is different. Very different. Very yeah. different. Um, both comedic, both kind of superhero genre, but but very different tones. Yeah. Uh, you know, Peacemaker is very much eighteen. Is <laughs> eighteen plus. Oh yeah. She-Hulk's trying to be that kind of twelve a kind of young teenage humor slapstick sort of stuff. So. Um, like I said, I think it's very different shows, but I, I, I mean, I, I'm enjoying both. I know uh, from our conversations, you like like your wife, I'm guessing, found episode three quite long, quite drawn out, a little bit hard to follow. Yeah, like I said, there's there's certain parts of it that I'm really into. So like um, Arondir, yeah, Arondir, yeah, yeah I, I'm saying it arc. is Arondir, yeah, Arondir, his character, his arc, I'm all in on, yeah. Like, I'm really enjoying that like, kind of what's going on because we're finding out about the orcs and what's going on and why are they building these trenches and, like, and I'm kind of yeah. I'm in on that because it's it's there it's happening I'm like okay I've got a bit of something for this one yeah. um Nori I've got to be honest Nori is starting to annoy me just a little bit yeah. I, I think she's just like typical teenage remember like when we did the Walking Dead and it was Carl stay in the house where's Carl yeah. he's gone yeah, yeah, yeah she she's very much on that story arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just kind of, you sit there and like almost like facepalm, like, oh, come on, kid. Oh, you know. Yeah. But it's part of her character, and I understand that. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not getting annoyed at the show and the story writing. I'm getting annoyed at the character, which I think is kind yeah, of yeah. what they're pushing for. So uh, I was going to say, that, that's kind of the, I think it's kind of the point. The facepalm yeah. and the teenage behavior is kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's working, even though I'm watching it going, oh, God. It, it's working, and I'm still watching it. And... I think the one I said to you was about the Galadriel. Galadriel, yeah. Galadriel. Like, her character, when you explained it to me, it made it easier for me, I must be honest. There was, like, well, just the so yeah. much arrogance and stuff. I'm kind of there going, oh, what are yeah. you doing? 
And then you said well, to me, you know, well, she's an elf. They're humans. They think they're above the humans. And yeah. I'm like, actually, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, there, there that is... is how I'd expect that to work. So, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because I... I before I ever read Lord of the Rings or before I watched Lord of the Rings, yeah. um, I was quite into um, me and my friends played the Warhammer game, which is obviously fantasy and stuff like that. Warhammer and I remember I, yeah. I uh, well yeah, but this was the original the fantasy version, and I I picked an elf army because I thought oh they they look cool they'll be fun to paint you know they look badass yep and I and I was kind of looking, and I. And I I very much, it's kind of weird. My hobby was the painting craft inside of it. Playing the actual game, I was crap. <laughs> but, you know, military strategy, etc. I I kind of loved that. But the magic aspect of it, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to I wanna, I wanna fight. I want, like, to m- move my units around head to head. No, I've cast a dragon and you're dead. Oh, great, brilliant. Yeah. That, that, that annoyed me. So, so from my point of view, it was like the hobby was kind of like, so I picked this elf art. And I remember um, my friend's older brother uh, said to me, he was like, oh, never trust an elf. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, um, in the lore of all of these things, like dwarves, like elves betrayed them, cut their beards off and did stuff like that. And they, they think they're above everyone. They're like arrogant as hell. So when I did read the Lord of the Rings books and it was kind of like the same sort of thing, this fantasy kind of notion, I've always had that. I've always had that thing about elves where... They, they kind of uh, look down on everyone. And probably, you know, think about it, they're thousands of years yeah. old. They do view humans as babies, basically. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, yeah. oh, look at, look at you walking and talking, you clever little human, you. <laughs> and it's patronising. Yeah. And it is really kind of... And the interaction she has with the guy she survived on the boat with, he, he kind of just, like, snaps back at her. Just, like, you know, like, treats her a bit crappy and you can almost see she's taken aback by like how dare you I, i'm glad yeah. how dare you speak to me like that and he's just he just won't listen to it. and he takes over and we get those scenes where she's in the front room and she is so arrogant she's in front of the queen of this island where, who have banned elves and she doesn't know why and we don't really understand why yet either but she walks in there like she runs the place. <laughs> and, yeah. And it, and really, she's probably going to get her head cut off if not for the companion she's with stepping in going, okay, I can see this is going really badly. Um, yeah, he literally saves her life again. Yeah, yeah, he does. And, and it, but like you, you said to me, it's like, I don't get, like she is being so arrogant. But again, because I've had this thing in my head all the time, to me, I looked at it and went, yeah, that's an elf. <laughs> yeah that's, that's an elf yeah that's yeah i think once you broke it down to me it's kind of like stop looking at it as that's like her character's like that think of it more as that is what elves would be like to yeah. humans and yeah. all of a sudden i'm looking at the stuff i've already seen and gone yeah oh yeah, actually I see. yeah i can see where. yeah it makes sense that is literally what they'd be like you know you're gonna keep me prisoner here Pfft, i'm an elf come on Exactly. I'm just going to walk yeah, out that door, yeah. get a boat, and I'm on. See you later. And and is is that level of kind of uh, arrogance which you can understand why people don't like them? Like when we yeah. when we talked about the episodes before, that Arandir was on patrol, and the humans like were in that village, were like ready to fight him almost. You kind of you can understand, you know, that kind of feeling, that that uneasiness, yeah. but. You, you talked about the Arandir kind of storyline, so we'll focus on there to begin with, and then we'll head back to Gladriel. Um, and okay. then we'll finish with the Harfoots for a laugh. Okay. Um, 
But Arandir is captured. We saw that at the end of episode two, and he is captured by orcs. And we, we discover where all those villagers have gone. Um, and we yeah. also discover several elves have been taken, and he's thrown in with them. And they're basically digging. They're digging trenches. Um, one of the things which is a throwaway, kind of a throwaway line in The Fellowship of the Ring is that uh, Saruman, etc., they bred orcs that could move by day. They're not infected by the sunlight, the, the orakai. Yeah. And in this, you see that the goblins, the orcs, these creatures genuinely are burned by the sun. So yeah. they are creating these trenches, etc., so they can enclose them, so they can move around the underground, move around and you know come up and do what they want to do but it, it was it was quite an intro like to me that was such a interesting detail thing that was thrown in and also such an interesting like i said it was almost like a throwaway thing in the films and i and i read the book so long ago it's like lost on me but then when i watched this i was like oh wow so in this particular moment in this particular age they orcs, cannot walk during yeah, the day literally yeah, yeah. so this is this is a big thing. Like, if you're living in a village, nighttime's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know? you don't want to be sleeping during the night. That's no, no, no. You, you know, nighttime you're awake and you are on guard. Uh, you know, get a bit of kip in the day. It's, it's just a very interesting reality of this world. And yeah. uh, they they have like there's some several scenes here which are kind of interesting. Um, the the interesting thing about uh, there's a line talk about one of the elves says to him they're going from village to village looking for something. I think we as the audience know what that is. Yeah, it's that broken sword the the hilt that that little sod, um, Bronwyn's son has got, which hidden basically in his, means in his backpack. Yeah, yeah, which basically means that group of people are not safe. <laughs> and a lot that, of that people are dying sod. and being kept captive because <clears throat> the sod has got yeah. the sword. Yeah, because yeah, because they can't find it. Um, <clears throat> that is, we didn't see them in this episode, and and I'm wondering where that's going to go because they're heading to the wall and the tower where the elves are, obviously for safety. That when they get there, they're obviously going to tell the elves, look, this is what's going on. I'm guessing Bronwyn's going to say, look, one of yours, Aaron Deer, went looking, and they're going to realize he's missing. Does that mean they're going to send out a patrol and look? Yeah, so so I'm hoping we're going to get some more of that in episode four. Yeah. But like I said, that was an interesting bit of information. The information about the, the sunlight, obviously that was that was big, and although a lot of people probably already knew that, I felt that was kind of quite a big story point. The, the bit about the tree and kind of chopping down the tree... Uh, again, the kind of elves, you know, uh, mystical, the the tree's part of this land. It's been here long before you crawl out of whatever vile hole <laughs> you crawled. From. I loved it, um, yeah. <clears throat> and, and this is, you know, it leads to a scene which you really didn't like, uh, which is where one of the elves has his throat cut. No, the actual, so the battle on the scene and everything else I thought was fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoyed, yeah. like, him being sensible enough to cut down the tarpaulin bits above their heads, yeah, they could. I thought that all was of good, it was yeah. great. Even like chaining up the wog underneath <clears> the tree using the roots and the chains yeah. and stuff. All of yeah. it was fantastic. And then an elf gets his throat slit, 
and with hardly yeah. any blood at all dice. And I'm like, yeah. Oh come on. Well, I don't be silly I now. think. I know. I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're not wrong. I think here is again a demonstration of the difference between a House of the Dragon rated 18 and a 12 Lord of the Rings Rings of Power. They they can't spray everyone in a three foot variety of blood <laughs> yeah. splurting everywhere. You are. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna get the kind of. In Game Boom. of Thrones, Aaron yeah, Deere and, is literally spitting the blood out of his face, going, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it. literally, yeah. it is like soaking everyone and it's gross, and you're yeah. going, ah, oh, no, that's awful. But the thing is, what is interesting, and I think perhaps uh, I'm, I'm like this a little bit, and I think you are, we're watching the two shows at the same time. They yeah. are both fantasy, and, and so you watch an episode of House of the Dragon and you watch this fight where these dragons are burning people alive and you're watching their skin like buckle and crisp and this guy cuts through someone and blood splatters the camera. And then you watch The Lord of the Rings and a guy gets his throat cut and just kind of, you hold it and he dies. And you're kind of like, wait a yeah. minute, that that's not what should have happened. <laughs> yeah, hold up. That's I've seen this. I saw, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched an episode yesterday, and the guy. Oh wait, different show. And and I think that is what we need to say to ourselves. I yeah. think I think we need to look at anger. All right, okay, kids show, family show, family yeah, show. Go family show because I was gonna... just sat there like, oh come on, where's the blood? Come on, there's, yeah. he's had his throat slit. Yeah. Show me a bit of blood. Come on. <laughs> yeah, where, where where's where's the begging for his life, pleading to his gods? Where's where, where's the where's the anger? The guy didn't even swear. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, oh, he yeah. just dropped some water yeah. and died. Bless him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's what we need to keep in mind with that. And like I said, when we're watching the two shows at the same time, because they are on at the same time, it is mm. it can be a little bit like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. This one's the family one. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get that. We don't even swear on this podcast. It's so family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When. When 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 Aaron Deer and uh, Bronwyn start making the eye at each other, you're like, "Hey, I know what's coming up next." No, wait, that's House of the Dragon. That's that's not. Yeah, wrong be on one, this wrong one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Uh, so, but like <laughs> I said, we do get these scenes, and we do get the guy. Uh, one of the elves does escape, but he gets taken down by archers, which is really kind of brutal. Aaron Deer sees it happen. Yeah. And Aaron Deer looks like it looks like it's the end for him. It looks like it's kind of like, and I, and I'm watching it thinking. Is this show going to be a bit Game of Thrones with characters like, hey, meet this guy, isn't he great? You like him? He's dead. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, and there was I, a I know, very yeah. different tone. Yeah, but there was a moment. I mean, I'm kind of glad. I, I don't think I could watch more than one show that's like that. <laughs> I think I'd be traumatized. Um, but he, you he does stop get. making friends in real life just in case. I know. He, he gets to the point where, like, I meet people and I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, I, I can't. No. No, go away. No, I can't, I can't handle it if you die. What? Yeah. Um, so, and they're like, we're going to introduce him to Adar. And he's like, oh, okay. And then we see, and it is the final scene of the episode, and we see, to me, what looks like an elf yeah. walking out in charge of the orcs. <laughs> What's funny, when they first said, get Adar, I genuinely thought they said, get Adam. And I was like, well, that's get the him. least scary game possible. <laughs> Get Adam! Oh no! It's Adam! That will, oh. that will have to be the most grotesque, nasty-looking orc in the world with just a crazy human name. Because otherwise it's like, fetch Adam. Dun-dun-dun. Everyone's like, who the heck is Adam? Yeah, Adam. Adam it Adam, sounds Adam. nice. Who's Adam? 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that, that, orc yeah, that monster. Yeah, that monster over there dragging skulls of his victims. Adam, Adam. you say? Nice. <laughs> yeah, Adam's short for skull-crushing blood drinker. Oh, yeah, Adam. Yeah, Adam's nicer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know what's happening now. Now, I said in the podcast last week, for the lore of this show and all of the stuff, there are other content creators. We are going to be focusing on the TV, the entertainment aspect. Yeah. Um, there is one thing that I do know from reading the books and stuff and uh, years ago, and I don't know if it's applicable to this, but I am going to say it because I think it could be, and I think it's worth, and it could be what the show's hinting at, even if it's not that. And that is, when uh, Sauron returned, he transformed himself into an elf and appeared as an elf. He called himself Adam. They called himself Adam. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Now the funny thing is, is I don't. This is a long time ago. He literally could have been called Adar, and I could be saying this, and people are listening, going, "Yeah, idiot. We know." Duh. Come on. Yeah, it's like literally, it's written as his name. I, I read this so long ago, and I am just trying to watch it, you know, because I see so much content, and there's some brilliant stuff, but I'm mm. like, wow, that is so. That is so heavy <laughs> in detail. I'm kind of like, I just want to kind of watch this and enjoy it. That is to a level I can't go. Mm. Um, and, and so for me, I'm kind of like, it could be. It could be that and it could be. Because, of course, in the lore, it is the elves. And we've already kind of seen that one elf asking to build a forge. We need a forge because we got this idea to create something. I'm confident that Adar is manipulating that great elf before and they are going to forge the rings. Yeah, I'm going to say, my, think... my money's on the rings, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what that is. Um, but going to Galadriel then, because you mentioned about the Arendir story and how interesting it was. He's in the Southlands. Yeah. And Galadriel, as we remember, um, her brother died and kind of like burned onto him was this insignia, which he then hunted and while she's uh, while she's in this place called Numenor, which is like this island kingdom, uh, she meets, or well, she doesn't meet, but she's saved by the sea captain, uh, sea captain called Elendil. I think it's Elendil. I I think that's as close as I'd get it. Yep. Yeah, Elendil, uh, who is uh, ordered by his queen to. I think he's ordered to take her out. You know, yeah, enter. he was kind of like handed this sword and do a service. And I'm like, yeah. that to me, like she's already mentioned yeah. treason because he brought an elf there. Yeah. And then do us a service. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm here to keep an eye on you. And I'm like, are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, not convinced. Not convinced that's what you were told to do at all, Sea Captain Elendil. Um, but Elendil uh, does uh, talk to her. They, they talk and... They they kind of he talks about the fact that look not everyone here hates elves. Some of us from where I grew up um, were still fond of the old ways. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of like, oh, where do you grow up? And he talks about a library, and she's like, oh, wow, can I? You know, I need to be there. I need to look into something. So they yeah. head to this library, and when they get there, the the curator of the library they hand or she hands like the symbol, like anything you can find about this symbol. And he does find something. But what is interesting is she then learns it's not an insignia or a sigil. It's someone has tried to draw a map. How silly do you reckon she feels now? 
Oh, total oh. moron. Thousand odd years old. Can't even tell the difference between a map and a sigil. Shocking. Terrible. Uh, and, and a human librarian. An <laughs> I know, and a human librarian points it out. Uh, for an elf, that must just be brutal. But she does realise it's the Southlands. And what I realise when they're showing the map and everything is the Southlands is Mordor. Yeah, I now I wasn't convinced it was Mordor, but I'm looking yeah. at the map and I'm like, I recognise some of this I'm recognising and I'm like, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, but the best thing is, is I, I then, like, cause I'm like, oh, we've had loads of scenes around that. Yeah, the scenes have all got a stuffing great big mountain in the background. Mount Doom, it is, lit- it is literally yeah. there. Like, it, it was just there for anyone to see. And anyone who's up on the lore would have known all along. But for me, it was like, this is brand new information. <laughs> and I have just worked it all out, watching it in front of me. And this is incredible. And then, of course, we realise that's where Arandir is. That's where Bronwyn and all those villages are. Yeah. And Galadriel saying, like, all these people are in great danger. Yeah, they are. This is where... Saruman, Sauron is going to create his own land. He's going to create his own place for evil to dwell. Which is literally what the transcript that she has in front yeah. of her reads, you know, a yeah. place for evil to thrive. And yeah. it's like, oh dear. <laughs> oh crap. Yeah. I would like to pack my bags and leave faster than the burrows would. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. How fast does your horsey go? Um, one of the interesting things about the sea captain Elendil, by the way, is he has two kids. A daughter, who seems very headstrong, very lovely young lady. He has a son. His son is called a Seeldor. Fans of the Lord of the Rings movies will know from the legend, a Seeldor was the king of the humans. And it was a Seeldor who took the Ring of Power into the mountain to throw it into the fires and then decides, nah, I'm going to keep it. Oh, man, I feel like such a fraud on this podcast. <laughs> well, such it's, a fraud. A Seeldor like... is uh, then, I mean, it's his heir is, you know, the, the, the ranger. Oh, God, his name's gone right out of my head and everyone's screaming at the podcast. Lord of the Rings, Vigo Mortensen's character. The main guy, Aaron. Aaron. Come on, mate. Say no, it. No, because now I can't say it. You can. You can uh, do it. Aaron. I can think of Boromir. I can think of everybody else. Frodo, Sam. Aaron. Aragog, no. Aragorn. Aragorn, that's it. Oh, man, oh, mate, that's killing that me. That, that needs to be edited. No, 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 no. I, I, no I, I, want pe- <laughs> I want people to hear it. I want people to know the pain I went through there. There's us going, there's Gimli. Legolas, yeah, there's Gimli, Frodo, yeah, Samwise, Legolas. Merry Pippin. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I literally was dang- the really I, I was nearly naming the orcs before I got there, but yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Aragorn. John. So Aragorn is a sealed or heir. So, again, we've just met a sealed door, and I'm kind of like, whoa, hold the f- on. <laughs> His dad's a ship captain, but, again, it is revealed in this. They are from an ancient royal line, and they've just kind of moved away from it, because for whatever is going on on this island, they've abandoned elves, and they've got an issue, which I'm not entirely sure what that is, but I'm guessing we're definitely going to find out. Yeah, because um, his, his name also translates to Friend of Elf, which yeah. really upset the Queen. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to go down well. <laughs> yeah, Do not like elves at all. What's your name? Uh, Adam. 
um, but Galadriel realizing her human companion is actually a king as well was my final note for this now we've just had Elendil from a royal line we know a Sildor and we know that history we, well, history we know that future but her companion from the boat is also from a royal line and yeah. he gets into a fight and what I found really interesting about this is he clearly either has something in him which is evil or he just knows he's a badass and didn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, because once that fight starts... As well, he? About yeah, mm. yeah. Because when that fight starts, he's like, don't, don't do this, don't do this. And once it starts, he just takes them out. And, he, and he's not just... He's not just like defending himself, you know, a bit of bit of defensive, put them down. He's killing. He's he's going for them. He is literally the guy's arm against the wall. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, that that wasn't family friendly. But again, no, no yeah, blood yeah. Game of Thrones. Anywhere. That would have been bone through yeah. the arm, blood. Exactly. <laughs> yep, you're exactly right. Um, so he is in that jail cell, and she talks to it, and I'm kind of like, okay, we're gonna learn more about him. Clearly, we're gonna learn more. Mm. Uh, but it's just interesting that she's there with two uh, potentially human lines of royalty there um, on this island. But he is from the Southlands. He is, in essence, the leader of the Southlands. So is there something there? Because they talk a little bit about the humans of that area fought with the evil against the elves. So is it perhaps there's something... I think he says, like... My ancestors made a deal, or he says, and I'm just wondering if there is a curse. I, I don't know. Something, something's there. Uh, hopefully, it, it we'll find out more. Because she's desperate to get to the Southlands. He's like yeah. desperate to not go anywhere near yeah. them. Yeah. And now it turns out that he doesn't want to go near them, and actually, he's probably the king of the place. He doesn't want to go anywhere near. Yeah. It's like something may have happened at some point. Yeah, there, he's which he, is not well, going to go down well when he returns. No, we we all know he's heading back <laughs> because Galadriel isn't isn't going to take a no. Um, so the final thing to talk about from this episode then is the Harfoots again. Uh, we have this moment where we got one of the Harfoots is injured, and they have their little policy about we move the caravan moves, and they have this ritual about people who get left behind. And I'm kind of like, wow, that's kind of hauntingly horrible, really. <laughs> um, you know, like the the lame and the sick, yeah, they're left behind, you know, and they drink to them. And you see a couple of them, like, crying their eyes out during this, because obviously it's their family who have been left behind. Yeah, um, so this is so, brutal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poppy Proudfoot, we're going to drink to her entire family because they got hit by a landslide and she's the only one that survived. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and okay. Just like you know, we, we we we'll see you again. Yeah. And it's like, damn, this is yeah, this is this is quite a ritual. Um, but the Harfoots are doing that, and uh, the stranger we're going to continue to be the stranger. Yeah. Decides to stumble into the camp, and he's revealed to the Harfoots. Um, yeah, obviously down, this leads to leads to muchos tresias <laughs> um, and people freaked out he is I love still the fact that they're like their go to is oh, hide hide 
yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was quite he's funny. walked into the camp. He's seen you all, but we can hide behind this table. Yeah, and it is quite funny how some of them hiding is literally like, I'm just going to hide behind this piece of grass. He can't see me if I don't move. Yeah, it's the main Lenny Henry's character. Literally, his hat yeah. is made out of grass, so he lays in yeah. the grass like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah it is quite funny. Um, but the Horfoots, uh make the decision that, okay, your family can still come with us. We're not going to kick you out because of the actions of a young one, but you're at the back of the caravan. Which is a big problem because he's injured. Their father's injured. And so and they are yeah, falling we've behind. we just found out that no matter what happens... You fall behind, they you don't get left. stay back yeah. with you. No, no, no. Like, they, you know, you, savage. Like, you've yeah. you can be the nice, You could be the nicest Harfoot there is, but you don't keep up, you're gone. Um, so he he is... They have fallen behind and they are in problems, but the stranger rocks up and she's kind of like, oh, he can help us, he can help us. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that. I'm still not sure who he is. I want it. I want it to be Gandalf for obvious reasons because then it'd be he's a good guy. It would make sense why he's always got the affection for hobbits and why he's always yeah. around the hobbits. Um, but like you said before, could just as easily be a bad guy. <laughs> it could. It could just as easily be someone really not good. Yeah, and I'm, um, I'm kind of waiting but, uh, for something for me, to develop with this storyline. because at the Well, he moment, started speaking. He said friend. A, yeah, but I'm, so like, I'm, I'm watching I'm, it, and there's that little part of me that's like, are these guys here just to remind us that Hobbits come further on? Like, yeah. what are they? It, it's almost like people have gone like, right, we know the Lord of the Rings, the main character was a Hobbit. Well, we haven't got anything yeah. like them at the moment. So put the half-foots in, because they're like comics, and it reminds yeah. Well, their, their, their story is the stranger, obviously. Yeah. That is the arc there. So he has to be something. Now, I did it's see online big, someone yeah. say, did see online someone say, when you saw the scene with the meteorite crash into the Earth, mm-hmm. um, there were several different ty- there are several different sightings, like... Now, I assumed when I watched it, it was the same one. Like, we saw Galadriel notice it in the sky, and we saw um, Aaron there notice it in the sky, and then we saw the Harfoot see it hit the ground. So I just assumed it was the same one, but someone else had pointed out it was five different shots, and of course, there were five wizards. So could it could it be that that is who it is? It is the five wizards landing in Middle-earth. And so this is, as I hoped, it is Gandalf. So there's a theory or, out there Or for it's going to end up being one of the other four that you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't Gandalf. like this one. <laughs> oh, this is the stupid one who talks to animals. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one Ooh. likes you. Ooh, yeah. The Wizard of Water. I can yeah. make you oh, look, look, his yeah. plant guy. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, mate, was there anything else from this episode you wanted to discuss or cover? Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, the only other thing was so you know, like we said about the fight scene yeah. with the the king of the Southlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His character, I think, is great. Like the way he he's a very very clever man. He is very like, and doesn't like to show it. Everyone, oh, I'll pay for everyone's drinks, and as soon as he's walked away from it, oh, you think I'm a good guy? I must leave. I was like instantly. I was like, oh, he's taken something. We'd yeah. already seen him take the knife off of the captain. And it's yeah. like, his character could be a lot of fun going forward. 
I, I agree. And the fact there's that little edge as well, like, yeah. is he, is there, like, you know, like uh, in, in other characters, like werewolves, like the guy's a good guy, but when there's a full moon, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's kind of, kind of, it. there's an interesting edge to him there, which I, I hope they're going to explore and could be fun. And the other thing is just, again, visually, like visually yeah. wise, it is stunning. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Even when they fly, first um, go in, they sail into the new town. It's got like the faces yeah. in the mountains and everything. You're it's looking beautiful. at it and you're like, wow. Like, yeah. Some of this is CGI, which is absolutely incredible anyway. It and is, other yeah, stuff is level. just natural beauty. And it, between it all, you're like, the people yeah. that have made this show clearly have yeah. loved. They they the have Lord spent the money and they've also spent the time. Yeah, you know they they worked on this and they got it right before it went to air and yeah I, I'm I'm like every episode I do find myself just sat there like wow <laughs> I, I want to go to New Zealand because this place is stunning. Yeah, yeah 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 I mean and New Zealand is a beautiful place so uh, yeah this it's not doing their tourism industry any harm I know that no that's for uh, sure but mate. <laughs> That is it. Uh, that was season yes. one, episode three. That was Adar. Uh, we will be back again next week to discuss episode four. Now, coming up on the podcast, you'll still hear the She-Hulk episodes dropping every Friday. Uh, we do have a slight issue at the moment with Apple Podcasts, along with hundreds and hundreds of other podcasts, where it is simply not updating. So if you normally listen to us on Apple, at the moment you might be having that problem. Find us on Spotify. Uh, on YouTube, all the different places you can go, uh, Amazon Music Podcasts. Uh, we will be putting that in the post for all the socials as well. So uh, listen out for the She-Hulk on a Friday. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon Episode 5 airs Sunday into Monday next week. We will be bringing our breakdown of Episodes 1 to 5 of that show next week. What day? We don't know yet. So keep an eye on socials and we'll tell you. Uh, until next time we speak, everybody, you all take care. Adam, 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 Adam. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week. <laughs>